0: Welcome to Ian e in the
1: Loop. Hell yes, I'm toughing on. Heal that war. Heal that war. Put on a proper suit. Do up your tie. What Great is it, um, supine protoplasmic it.
2: invertebrate jellies. Dodgy Dave will answer it now. After the
0: protest occurred on the M4 this week, we've decided to focus on climate change. I'm your host Daisy, and this week I'm being joined by Amelia, hello, Jeffrey, hello, and Matthew,
2: hello. According
0: to the Met Office, the main causes of climate change are burning fossil fuels, deforestation, and agriculture. However, it's not just caused by people. Also, the natural causes is like the Milankovitch cycles, where how the Earth goes around the Sun and the (laughs) oscillation of how um, the water changes in the Pacific, however the patterns aren't now matching what they were predicted naturally which means that it's getting influenced from other places. I think the problem with climate change now and how it's being talked about in the media is there's a big focus on the consumers and how people should like take less time when they're having a shower or like turn the tap off when they're brushing their teeth. But they never really address the issues of the big companies and how they're never held accountable on their climate change. Like, um, The top 20 firms produce a third of all carbon emissions. Some of them include companies like Chevron, BP and Shell, but you never really hear them in climate change discussions being held to a higher level of accountability than they should be.
3: Yeah, I completely agree. That There's a mis- misassignment of blame, putting it disproportionately on the individual to do those, you know, like, eco things buy a reusable water bottle drive an electric car um, and I definitely think that this is this who the people that this is benefiting are the people in those top 20 firms who are causing all of the climate change, like I don't, there's no reasonable like, expectation to be put on the individual. Company's bad. Um, Individuals can't do that much on their own. This needs systemic change. And, you know, though it might feel nice if you go vegan, you're like, yeah, I'm helping the environment. I hate to burst your bubble, but it's not doing much.
0: From an admissions database for global atmosphere research in 2018, The EU created 3,457 megatons of CO2 per year, with America producing 5,275, and China producing 11,256 megatons. So I think, clearly, the issue is based off big companies and industrialisation rather than little people. Like, it's not going to get affected by little people. Obviously, China, having such a boom that it has, I feel like there should be more to be put on the blame of them. I think, yes, the having all of the summits is good, but I think you need to get China involved with them and hold them more accountable to the CO2 they're producing.
2: Also, building on the summits, people, world leaders come from all over the world by planes to talk about how to reduce climate change emissions. Oh, I think it's they the should crystal.
0: just join a team's call. Exactly. <laughs> just do it like that
2: save so much money and emissions.
1: The best way to probably stop companies from producing so many emissions would be a um, carbon tax.
3: Yeah. The whole yeah. idea of
1: taxing them based on how yes, much carbon who, they produce. You're not going to
3: get anyone to approve that, Yeah, you? that's the
1: issue, isn't it?
3: That no, yeah, no, no one's going...
1: The straight, the easiest way is carbon tax. It will push companies to move towards more eco-friendly results in order to make a profit margin.
3: Exactly. Uh, and, you know... But that...
1: that the the is profit
3: incentive is not acting quick enough right. for us to reach any sort of goal that will stop the planet from burning up. Yeah. Um, that's why capitalism is bad.
0: Um, the me- I had a look for what websites and companies had said about how to reduce climate change and it was very difficult to find them without blaming plastic straws. And <sighs> those damn plastic yes, straws. Yes, terrible. Um, but I did find one that worked and it was that to use renewable methods and stay away from fossil fuels protect forests like the amazon stop overfishing and deep sea mining and reduce plastic but not in the sense of buy metal straws but 17% of the global carbon budget will be spent on creating and disposing plastics by 2050 so just not blaming the consumers mm, yeah blaming the companies. yeah
3: it's d- it's definitely you know like industrial processes industrial waste that's having the most effect um, yeah
2: not blaming the consumers but blaming the consumers there are supermarkets which do sell products without uh, any plastic packaging yeah and a lot of companies asda are now doing that in their stores
3: it's probably overall in the long term that's probably the direction all of us are generally going to have to move in like i that kind of individual level change will follow systemic change if
1: anything it would be a creation of technology which i would argue would um was it lead to the either removing the carbon from the atmosphere somehow or other Mm. or finding a way of preventing it actually getting in the atmosphere but god knows how that would be done
3: yeah it's a lot of you know like um ecological like restoration and preservation like with all the peat bogs and stuff like that Mm. peat bogs hold a lot of co2 inside of them but they're all being you know like chopped up and yeah. burnt so and i'd say
1: with china as well it seems like it's less when it comes to obviously elsewhere capital assistance would be industry but with china it seems like it's more of state industry obviously because st- most um corporate businesses by china are being pushed into what they're built like so the steel industry and um trying to overload the rest of the world's steel industry because um, most nations nations would not use protectionism in order to protect their industries so obviously China pushing a lot for steel and other such industries, so the car industry and other, whatever else they're trying to grow into. is leading to a lot higher emissions in general, which is probably why their carbon um, produced is so high compared to the rest of the world.
0: Do you think climate change is as big of an issue as it is perceived to be? Yes, definitely. Existential
3: crisis might kill us all in the near
1: future yes and no it's a big issue but I think a lot of fear mongering is not helping people because the thing is the more fear mongering it makes people just go what's the point of doing anything at all and there's a lot of people who you can see it in a lot of young people anyway at this point who are just fed up of hearing about it all the time and this fear mongering this keep obviously keep pushing the idea of fear seems to a lot of people just completely giving up saying what's the point to anything no I mean I think it's a problem but I don't think it's
2: going to end the world I mean we need to do stuff to reduce it because there is global warming and it's affecting life but it's not going to cause the world to end
0: Uh, what do you think is the biggest issue when it comes to climate change
3: it's the system that led us here you know they don't call it late stage capitalism for nothing do they Um, yeah I think this is just you know another crisis that has been produced by you know Living under the profit motive, and I think changing that is going to be, you know, the thing that will steer us away from this. So systemic change, rather than.
1: I mean, I would agree, but I'd also disagree. I wouldn't You've blame said that
3: every either.
1: time. W- that's true, though. I wouldn't blame capitalism for the problem. More of the whole idea of industrial industrialization, the way in which technology has moved forwards. Is that not capitalism? Not really, not essentially, because most systems weren't capitalism until the late, well, up till now, pretty much. And that's, you could argue it's late stage capitalism. However, before this, we pretty much in a feudal society and so on, which carbon emissions were not as high, but it was still being produced. Any state that is producing anything at this point requires um, burning carbon, pretty much, to have a high production level. Look like at China, for example, production is so high over there, but so are carbon emissions. So I wouldn't even argue as capitalism. It's just when it comes to a nation's production level, when as production rises of anything, so do carbon emissions and everything else, which isn't necessarily a whole blame on capitalism because in any nation which wants to be successful it has to have a high production rate.
3: Successful within capitalism.
1: Well, most nations are successful within capitalism, because that's the majority.
3: S- so they're, do- they're, they're doing all of this industrialisation. They're China, chasing the profit motive that to get more productive
1: so that they can... But would you not argue that China's trying to be more productive by overthrowing the market in the same way in which to get rid of capitalism in general?
3: Is that what they're trying to do, though?
1: Well, I mean, they did it with steel industry. They completely made it so you can only buy from China now for cheap steel.
3: Yeah, but that's just thing. a monopoly.
1: Well, that's the thing, though. They are now creating a monopoly inside of a capitalist system in order to corrupt it. You're corrupting a system by creating a monopoly in which you are trying to create communism. Through destroying the system by using it against itself, which is why the production is so high. The simple reason of just to destroy the system by having your incentive, your incentive being profit, to be destroy the system in general and put yourself on top of the system. I mean, don't think capitalism's the biggest
2: problem. I mean, there are sustainable companies and non-sustainable companies are allowed to be created because there is a capitalist society. If there wasn't a the capitalist mm-hmm. society, there won't be those sustainable companies and all be state run and cheap. So not really that sustainable.
0: M4 protesters. The Met Police arrested 39 Insulate Britain activists earlier after they blocked the M1, the M4 and the M25 in their 10th protest in three weeks. Insulate Britain is calling out the government to insulate all UK homes by 2030 to cut carbon emissions. Um, And in a statement, they said, it is incomprehensible that the government is continuing to delay action on home insulation when we urgently need to cut our carbon emissions, eliminate fuel poverty. And help hard-working families with their rising energy bills. Insulate Britain has said its actors will keep returning to block motorways around London until the government makes a meaningful statement indicating that they will insulate all of, Brit- all of Britain's 29 million leaky homes by 2030.
3: Cool. I think it's pretty cool. I'd like to go lay down on a motorway. I think that's fun, isn't
0: it? They kept gluing their hands to the floor, which... I feel like doing that on a motorway is probably the worst, idea. it? Because as someone who has... Hit quite a few things while they're driving. <laughs> right, that sounds like Bill no, no, like an like, insurance company that. Uh, like live in Norfolk, there's animals everywhere. True, true. Hounds aren't that difficult to drive over. I don't <laughs> know. <that's>, that from <laughs> experience. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no statement. Just to, clarify, on that just to tell Daisy's insurance company, I have not run over any hounds <laughs> in the last week and a half. Oh, but before that. Maybe you did. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are better methods, and how to protest. I'm not gonna say this isn't gonna end up as a rant of like, oh, the suffragettes shouldn't have done this because what their methods were was effective and was groundbreaking. But I just don't feel like this is gonna work, and their me- like their message isn't big enough to be gluing your hands to no, to motorways.
3: It does seem a bit um, like i like you've seen the extinction rebellion stuff, mm. and that's all you know. Exciting and fun um, you know it's a spectacle but I don't know leaky homes people on the motorway <laughs> seems a bit you know like I get what they're trying to do and I do think you know um, like we're a lot of areas especially around the coast are gonna be pretty susceptible to climate change in this country um, their aim is good and, I mean, I'm all for daring feats of anti-capitalist protest. Sorry.
1: Ed Miliband's back. <laughs> daring
3: feats of protest. I think, you know, wouldn't we all love to? But, um, I don't know. feels a bit funny.
1: I mean, I'd agree you're allowed to protest. I mean, I believe in your freedom to protest, freedom to do whatever, really. I mean, I don't know how it's anti-capitalist blocking an M4, but... <laughs> Funny thing, I guess it's them more helping climate change by stopping the cars from driving anywhere. (laughs) Actually, they're just making it it worse. (laughs) Yeah, screw you, capitalism. No, your cars can't drive.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Your cars.
1: But no, you have a right to protest. Obviously, civil disobedience can be needed in certain circumstances, for example, the suffragettes. Um, However, when it comes to blocking an M4, which is getting in the way of not the government or the state, but it's getting in the way of the individual person who's just trying to live their life. For example, I think it was a boy or a girl who died or a woman who died on her way to the hospital because they were blocking the road, which is now no longer—you're no longer protesting the state. You're protesting the individual who has no control really over what, how much they insulate their homes, or anything in the same matter. So, yeah, I'd say it's a pointless show of civil disobedience. I mean, building on the M four protest, they're holding up millions of
2: cars, which, while sitting idle, are still producing emissions. Not every one of them cars would have t- turned their engines off. So there will still be polluting the earth more and then they may drive for faster if they get to clear, so they can get to where they want to be on time, producing even more emissions. That's kind of counterproductive, what they're doing.
0: Mm. How do you all feel about the activists being arrested? Like, even if you don't believe in what they're fighting for, do you think it was justified and that they had a valid reason to arrest them?
1: No. I mean, I don't know, actually.
0: No, I don't think that's they should a, have been arrested.
3: That's
1: the middle ground. No, no. They shouldn't be arrested for protest. However, it depends though if they're causing harm to anyone. Because protest, like most freedoms, freedoms, you're free until it infringes on someone else. And that's where m- my issue of it comes in.
0: Do you think that they should have then just been removed Re- from the motorways and then not arrested? Or still mm. had something brought against them and been removed? Me. Mm.
2: I mean, if you just move them from the motorway,
1: you put them on the pavement and others walk and sit on the motorway again. In fact, there's the group I think you should punish, not the individual. So the group itself, because obviously they are um, organising these things. Yeah. Whereas these people who are, obviously, they're, they're obviously they, they you know, care about the message and they're fighting for it, but they have a right to protest, even if it is civil disobedience. If they're breaking a law, and sure arrest them. That's them breaking a law knowingly. However, um, if they're not breaking a law, you shouldn't arrest them. However, you should punish the organisation for what it is doing. And just keep disrupting of just people's daily lives. Anything else? Because you got to the point now it's not um, hurting the state, it's just hurting the individual.
0: Do you you all think that the government should respond to their demands? Or do you think it's then going to have the impact that the government won't want to? Or because they're sort of getting out of hand and they're now not seen as a pressure group wanting this, they're seen as someone who's infringing on everyone else's rights?
3: Yeah, they... yeah, like, optics-wise, they are just a nuisance, aren't they? Like, to ordinary people, That's they're just, like, the, those annoying people who stuck themselves to a motorway. Ridiculous, what are they doing? Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I believe that these issues are important, that the government should respond, because clearly, people out there Want change, um. Yeah, there should be some sort of response to that. That isn't just chuck them off the motorway.
0: Uh. It's a it's a weird call to have to the government of they want them to insulate loads of homes, Mm. but I feel like that's not something that the government really has much control over how much insulation you have in your house.
3: Yeah, I guess it would just be like you know like I guess providing grants i guess for people to pay for their homes to get insulated it's not
1: just that but like you have like it's your own private property you can decide what you do and don't do with it and the state doesn't control that which is a very weird thing to be protesting for (coughs) not only that but um i'd say overall when it comes to fighting climate change i don't think insulating all your homes is the most important thing to do right now when it comes to anything um I was going to say something else, I've forgotten it now. Oh, yeah. And I don't think they really should. I mean, normally I would say the government should, but I don't think they should in this case, because if they do respond, it shows civil disobedience gets you somewhere. Whereas, So other groups may try and copy something or follow along the same guidelines if it means the government will respond to them and then get them to do what they want. So... I mean, if the government responds, they're just showing that
2: causing distress to millions of people will work, and it doesn't really set the best precedent. It's just allowing people to do what they want and get what they wanted. It's causing people inconvenience and causing people harm. It's stopping people getting to hospitals just because they want insulation in homes, which any person can buy and install.
0: What methods would you all suggest that they should use instead, other than... Gluing your hands to the might glowing Gluing their hands
3: to ten downings—that'd be more fun. And also, you know, you're not getting in the way of normal people. Mm-hmm. Stick it to the, the prime itself. minister and his cabinet, who presumably need to get inside. I, is there a back door? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. Glue their hands to
3: the back door as well. Go for it. <laughs>
1: yeah. The thing I'd agree, though, because um.
3: You wouldn't agree. No, I would agree. Okay.
1: Like, if you're going to protest anyone, at least protest the state, not the people that live within it. Mm. Because, let's be honest, what is the individual... They're not going to hold a referendum, are they, on whether we Maybe should insulate should. people's homes. Yeah, I don't think that would be in their favour, though, to be honest with, lately. No, it
3: wouldn't.
1: Yeah, so... I mean, I think more civilised methods like
2: lobbying and actually talking to MPs, discussing their problems, be more effective than
1: causing distress. Yeah, if civil disobedience, but however sometimes civil disobedience is required from some issues, I mean I don't think this issue is big enough but if they wish to go through the civil disobedience route, then yes they should make it an issue of the state, not the people But they make
2: him, it makes them look like less serious protesters and more just public nuisances, they're getting in the way
1: of people, so they're not going to listen to them. Well yeah, that's, that's why they should That's the thing though, if they're getting in the way of the people they're not getting in the way of the state, so even though the message is being heard, it's creating a bad message for the individual the people who will, could join them or support them in the future whereas if you were to protest the state eventually you can become enough of a nuisance to the state which it has to reply to you
3: yeah you're alienating the people you're trying to help yeah which doesn't obviously does't help a good your mate. cause.